So, this podcast, is it any good? Eh, they follow some shite clubs, but it's a pretty good pod. Lavelle, Rose up the middle, looking, cutting, shooting, good! The Unnamed Soccer Podcast. Absolutely brilliant from Liverpool, and for Barcelona, chaotic, catastrophic. A sensational start, a controversial start. And it's advantage to the Reds. The Unnamed Soccer Podcast. D. Smith, welcome in. It's the latest edition of the Unnamed Soccer Podcast. The Unnamed Soccer Podcast brought to you by Three Punk Ales in Chula Vista. It's also brought to you by Sport Clips, where it's good to be a guy. I am recording from home. Darren is out on location. He is in Mission Valley. Uh, we record on Zoom, and then we just pull the audio for the podcast. That's how this is done, a little behind the scenes there. Darren is right now showing me. No one else can see this because it's an audio podcast, but he is showing me live video in Mission Valley at the shop for San Diego Loyal. There is an event there tonight, and that's where Darren is right now. So uh, normally the podcast is complete chaos. Tonight will be no different, complete chaos. Darren, it's a pleasure to see you walking around. Uh, yes. Well, I wanted to show you the sights and sounds from what's happening at the shop, Jordan, in Mission Valley. As good SD Loyal supporters would know, Loyal uh, released for the very first time its green goalkeeper gargoyle kits. Mm. And uh, Jordan, I'll let you describe it since I'm here. I was just showing you video. It is quite a scene. I, they open the gates at five o'clock. It's just a little bit past five o'clock. I don't know that the green gargoyle kits are going to make it till six. Let's just put it that way. By the time people listen to this, they're definitely going to be gone, but they might actually be gone here sooner than they were anticipating between online orders and the people who showed up here at the shop in Mission Valley. Okay. Um, I'll avoid the selfish question of asking, have you secured our two kits yet? I'll skip that and just assume that you have, right? I am here for a very specific reason. Part of it is that the shop in Mission Valley is equidistant between my workplace and my house. So I often pop in and have a beer, have a Buena Vesa. But today I'm, I did come here just to remind them that I am a size medium mm. and that Jordan is a size medium, medium. as well. Yeah. So that two mediums should be procured for us. And then I also, I uh, went through the exercise of, of picking something else out from the shop. So like, you know, let them know that I'm, I'm all about business. Like I'm here to buy something. I'm not here just to, to pick up some freebies. Mm. So like, I'm willing to buy something and I put that off to the side, but yes, I'm, I'm dropping hints here about green keeper kits. Also uh, all three goalkeepers are here signing autographs, a little bit of a photo opportunity for supporters uh, Trey Muse, Yaha, and uh, Austin Guerrero all in the house. That's really cool to say. Uh, very, very nice. Medium, huh? I actually think I'll go large if possible. Um, but yeah, medium. I think that's good for you. Large? Large probably, large, probably better for me. Really? It doesn't seem to make sense. You like your jerseys nice and tight. I, I like when my nipples stick out of the kit. Yeah, I mean, I'm right. definitely big fan of that. Are you getting large? Is that like what parenthood has done to you? Like you're, you're just bumping up in size. No, that I have a large is uh, the size for all my other loyal kits. And I feel like they fit perfectly. So I'm just going to oh, okay. ride with that. Hmm, interesting. All right. So a medium, are you and sure a medium's not too small for you? 
Uh, Adidas, I go medium. I will okay. tell you, if this kit is like most Adidas kits, then medium is absolutely what I'm looking for. So Jordan Beautiful. wears a large and I wear a medium. Got right. it. Okay, great. Got it. Yeah. Uh, yeah. So yeah, like I, I said, I'm going to watch past very influential people to make sure that they heard that. <laughs> so like i said i'm going to skip that question of making uh wondering if you've secured those jerseys we're going to skip that um and so this is like the first time they've ever been released that's kind of cool i like that this is a huge night um we're going to talk about the u.s hopefully qualifying for the world cup the beginning of that story is tonight hopefully We'll see. They kick off in a couple of hours. Darren and I are recording before that match. So we, we don't know the result. We won't know the result, but hopefully we're getting a result. That's what we're hoping for here for the U.S. World Cup qualifying kicking off on a Thursday night. And uh, San Diego Loyal back in action this weekend. Darren's down there partying it up with supporters and with team players and employees. And most importantly, he's making sure he grabs two green jerseys for us that I hope we will both be wearing on match day live on Sunday. So twinsies, we're going to go twinsie on Sunday. If we can procure well, they at least need to be on the set, right? Yeah. I will say, I got to admit, I didn't realize that these had not been available to the public. You know, that's sort of Darren, Darren, slow down. Loyal just tweeted something that we need to say right away. Oh, no. The kits are flying. Small, large, triple XL are all sold out. There's only a few medium and a few XL and a few double XL sizes left. Listen, man, if you have to secure these jerseys during the podcast, do what you got to do. Uh, I'm going to trust the people who run the show here that they took our not so subtle hint as I was walking through with you on speakerphone. Who are we trusting? Name names. uh, Nick Miranda. Oh, man. Nick promised to bring me a shirt on the last show. And guess what happened? You're still waiting. I did not see that shirt. (laughs) Uh, I feel like Jesse Beltran is super efficient. And when I walked past him, he seemed to acknowledge that he got the message, but I just texted him 30 green circles. Okay. <laughs> I'm not kidding. That's exactly what I just did. I hope he got that hit. He is uh, not checking his, he's wearing a, a U.S. men's national team kit, but he's not checking his phone currently. And he already, he's already acknowledged it. Okay. Well, we'll see. Uh, it's good news. For I mean, I'm going to be shit out of luck here if the mediums have long gone. No, it's the large that is long gone, my friend. Medium. There's a few left. So. Oh, okay. I misunderstood. I thought you said there was larges left, just not mediums. Yeah, I get you. It's very confusing. Yeah. yeah. Anyway, like I said, I didn't realize these were not available. So. Never. Shocking. I know. So, like, this is gold, man. And they said they're not going to release them again or something. All right. Uh, you see people showing up in the purple kit. And I love the purple one, too. I'm a big fan of that. Yeah, but yeah but that's been available. Yeah, it has. They're great. I'm not downplaying the purple ones. The purple ones are amazing. However, <laughs> the green ones have been unavailable this entire time. By the way, Sunday at Torero Stadium is just going to be like uh, every green keeper kit is going to be on full display. It's going to look like everyone got like slime on Nickelodeon or something. Yeah. Here comes uh, Jerry Jimenez. Really? Throw him on. Give him the phone real quick. Hey, all right, Jerry. 
Say hi to uh, Jordan, the truth, Caruth. What's up, man? What's up, Jerry? What's happening? Hey, are you getting a green kit tonight? No, I'm not. Why not? Because I already have one. Already, how do you have one already? I can't tell you. Oh, secret. you got inside. You got inside people. I, I do. Um, so what are you doing there? Trying to take other people's green kits? You already have one, man. Get out of there. So I'm going to be honest with you. I came down because, uh, you know, that merch mansion accounts. Yes. So, so they posted that there was a new pin at the shop and I needed to come and get it. A new pin? A pin. Just, it's just the crest, but just we, the they crest. didn't have any. So I just got it. Yeah. Okay, yeah. sweet. So you're going to go through all the chaos that is there for the green kits to get a pin. I, I, I yeah, I, yes. <laughs> yeah, I know it's horrible, but. No, I'm, I'm just making sure I understand loyal. the situation. <laughs> what? That's what happens when you're loyal. You, you do crazy things that later on you're like, why did I just stand in that line to get a $5 pin? Like, yeah, what is wrong with me? Come here like any other time. I don't know why I did that, honestly. But you got to see three goalkeepers signing autographs and taking pictures. Yeah, that's pretty cool, too. Yeah, for sure. Okay. Uh, I haven't actually even gone to talk to him. I might go and talk to them right now. Here's Austin right here. Oh, maybe maybe it's not enough time anymore. Maybe I'm too late. <laughs> Dang it. Jerry, it's good to hear your voice, my friend. Yeah, it's good to talk to you, sir. Okay, talk to I'll you talk to you soon. See ya. By the way, we need you to sign a waiver here since this is part of our podcast. Oh, yeah, for yeah, sure. Yeah, cool. Thank for you. Sure. Yeah, okay, thanks. <laughs> so there you go. Vice president of the locals. There you go. That's a sneaky way to get him on the podcast. That is true. Should I go do that to Austin Guerrero too? I don't know if he'd appreciate. Nah, sure. I don't. Nah. What do you Locked care? It. I'm the one that gets punched in the nose, not you. He's not gonna punch you in the nose. You're a pretty tough he, customer, like Miguel Herrera. Yeah, good point. No, nah, probably not. But he's busy interacting with supporters. He doesn't have time for idiot like right. me. Yeah, he doesn't have time for this stupid show. Yeah. What What is interesting? What else is going on down there? Trey Muse, how's his finger looking? uh finger looking his finger uh let's see he's got a big cast on his right hand uh left yeah right hand he's got a cast uh okay yeah it's uh it's a blue cast so not the uh the green cast but everybody it's not green tonight (laughs) yeah well he usually rocks the purple when he's out there so it's uh it matches his uh purple kit uh it's on his right hand he's wearing a pair of shorts uh, a pair of flip-flops uh, green Adidas uh, three-button pullover. So uh, he's looking sharp, unfortunately. It feels like he's going to be on the on the bench for a little while because that's uh, an indication he's not going to be playing anytime soon. If He's got a cast on the right hand, which we saw from a couple of matches ago. No. Uh, and then uh, Anthony, of course, looks fantastic, but uh, he's also got a shirt on. So uh, you know, my wife's not missing much of anything. Oh, yeah. So for those who listen to the podcast and have no idea what Darren's talking about, apparently there's a lot of shirtless photos on the Internet of one of our goalies. Yes. And yeah, um, yeah Darren's wife is a big fan. Yes. Yeah, so I need to get my wife in the mood. Some people pour <laughs> wine. Some people light candles. Some people dim the lights. I just show her pictures of SD loyal players inside of the dressing room. I had a question and a direction and I've completely <laughs> lost track. <laughs> have you seen the man with the shirt off i'm just saying oh okay this is what i was gonna say we were joking but i think maybe it's a serious thing the players that we have currently unavailable potentially could qualify for the playoffs in usl 
our unavailable squad, the hospital squad, if you will, uh, enough talent on that squad uh, to make the postseason. Yes. Uh, let's go. Let's let's go back to Saturday night. Uh, Sacramento one, loyal three. Here's who is unavailable. Jack okay. Metcalf, pretty good player. Trey Muse. I've heard of him. Pretty good player. Heard of uh, Douglas Martinez, not out due to injury because the facts didn't arrive in Tampa in time. Jack Blake, he's pretty good. Ain't pretty good player. Uh, did not make the trip. Callum Montgomery, pretty good. Who's an MLS player? He's a pretty good player. He was unavailable for selection. Uh, Colin Martin, who's started more times than he's not in SD Loyal club history, short history. Uh, who am I missing? That's a pretty good squad right there in and of itself. That was yeah. unavailable Saturday night away at Sacramento. To your point, yeah, you build a squad around those guys. I think you can finish top four in the Pacific Division. Mm-hmm. And now that Stone Stoneman used to be on that list, but he's back from his injury. Yeah. Um, so, but still, that's a pretty good squad right there. That squad could finish fourth. Yes, I would say so. I would say you know, it right? sort of speaks to the level of depth. I think it speaks to the, uh, the, the team effort out there on Saturday night. Yeah. I mean, that's, that's a really good group. That would make a lot of USL clubs pretty envious. Like you, if you could fill, a new place around that. fill the rest of the roster spots on that team with the uh, loyal select players. Yeah. You're, you're a playoff team. I mean, I think you could fill the rest of the, the, you know, the starting 11 with, uh, like locals and Chavos and you'd feel pretty good about your team. Is J- go ask Jerry if he's available for 90. <laughs> I would um, say uh, probably not just judging a book by its cover, but I've never seen the man play. He, he likes his craft beer. That's yes. for sure. Um, later tonight, I'm sure you're going to be home in time for this world cup qualifying begins for the U S you had the opportunity to speak with Landon Donovan a little bit earlier. Um, really well done. I listened to that and he sounded kind of optimistic. I don't think he really <laughs> sounded all that optimistic if I'm being honest. Uh, at El Salvador, the man speaks from experience. It's been lopsided. I think 18 wins, one loss, five draws all time. Head to head U.S. men's national team with the advantage, but uh, different El Salvador side. It's uh, in San Salvador, which is sounds like a pretty treacherous place to play. You know, I thought somebody who made a really good point was Rob Stone from Fox. And he said, Hey, that's great. We got all this European talent, but they're used to flying on like fancy charter planes. And they're used to staying in these bougie European cities. And you know, this is not going to be that CONCACAF totally different experience. Uh, I will say you're right. Landon sounded like he was trying to convince himself to be confident, more confident than he was, uh, said, you know, a result would be a good thing, which, you know, Hey, you can pick up a point. You can pick up a draw. In El Salvador, I think he would have signed up for it. He did uh, sort of tentatively predict that the U.S. would win two goals to one, but I didn't feel like he was truly convinced of that. And Jordan, I will tell you, I'm, I'm a bit of a nervous wreck. It's been four years since you and I and some of the people who are here were sitting at O'Brien's October 10th, 2017. Last time the U.S. men's national team was in a World Cup qualifying match. We remember how that went. And then even having to watch poor Christian Pulisic sitting behind, it broke my heart to sit him. I'm sure you were crushed seeing Pulisic sent, sent, you know, standing there on the field by his lonesome in Nashville as the rest of the squad traveled down to El Salvador. Uh, no doubt about it. And you're right. Christian Pulisic on his run to Champions League glory. That's right. Chelsea won Champions League in case anyone forgot. Uh, wasn't exactly <laughs> running through El Salvador on his way to that trophy. 
<laughs> there was a, there were stops to Madrid a few times. Like there are some very beautiful, beautiful spots. I have a feeling Paris is going to be a popular spot in champions league this upcoming season, not exactly El Salvador. And uh, Landon did a really good job of explaining why it's not exactly El Salvador. I mean, he even, I, I remember him bringing up Bayern Munich's fans and like, clearly that's a great atmosphere, but he's saying like, there's, there's thousands of people singing. Like it's, it's a really great atmosphere. Uh, you're going into El Salvador and you're going to play in front of 29,000 people who, who aren't very happy with you. And like, it's a real, it, it's a, it's a scene that really puts you on edge. It's a different feel as a player. He said, so um, it's not exactly what a lot of the players, like you said, are used to. It's not exactly what LD mentioned the stops that they had, but it starts tonight. Yeah, you're right. It wasn't too long ago that we were sitting around drinking a beer, thinking we were about to qualify for the world cup and then missing out. So, uh, hopefully tonight is the beginning of changing that story. Yeah. I love the way Landon too describes it. He's like, you know, I said, what would you say to these players? Right. We've got like young guys, like Gio Reyna and Serginho Dest, you know, who are, are, who are so young. I mean, they're 18 and 20 and 19. And, and he said, well, you're going to walk out. It's going to be a hostile environment. It's going to be 25,000 people doors to the stadium, open up eight hours before kickoff. So people are going to be certainly in a mood. The field is going to be crap. Might be the worst field you've ever played in your life, which is not something you're going to be prepared for coming from where you're coming from. Uh, refereeing is probably going to stink. You know, it's probably going to be impactful in some capacity. You're going to be down. This is huge for everybody who plays for El Salvador. They're well coached. You know, Hugo Perez played for the men's national team, the U S men's national team. And, you know, they're going to like, twist your ankle and step on you a little bit and lean on you a little bit. And I thought the point he really made that I'd never considered Jordan, which I thought was, was really uh, so interesting was, you know, a lot of these guys who play in El Salvador, like they know all the eyes of the U S soccer and CONCACAF and Mexico, like they're watching this tonight. And a lot of these guys, you know, four USL players, three or four MLS players, like this is a big moment for them to try to impress scouts from the U S men's national team from the Mexican, uh, federal, uh, not from the national team, but from, from, uh, MLS Liga MX and, and USL. And you know, I thought that was a really good point. You're going to have so many eyeballs here. Like this is their opportunity to impress and perhaps get a contract that will allow them to play, you know, in one of the leagues here in North America. I thought that like, that was really a you know fantastic point from LD. Yeah, no doubt about it. So that goes on a little bit later tonight. They kick off at 7.05. Mexico plays Jamaica tonight as well. Um, so I'm going to have both on. I will be uh, throwing one on the laptop. I got one on the television. And that will be that. That's what I'm going to be watching a little bit later on. Should you, be you take five points for these next three. It's uh, Thursday night in El Salvador. Sunday, uh, after we're done, uh, our loyal match kicks off at three. I want to say 5.30 or so. The men's national team will be a huge crowd in Nashville against Canada and then Wednesday in Honduras. So you, you sign up for five points right now through those first three matches of qualifying. Yes. Is it best case scenario? It is not, but would I sign up for that? Yes. Cause it could be much worse. Yeah. I think I'm with you on that. I, I initially said, Hey, make a good first impression. You didn't qualify for the world cup, go out there, figure out a way to win in El Salvador, but I'm with you. I think being a pragmatist, you'd, you'd sign up for the five right now and just yeah. call it a window and send everybody back and we'll do it again in a couple of months. Yeah, five points means zero losses. So I'll take that. Yep. 
I will take that. Uh, also tonight, if those are interested, if World Cup qualifying isn't enough, we do have a matchup in the Pacific in the in USL. Tacoma hosts Las Vegas at 7 p.m. That's impactful for San Diego, of course, because of playoff chances. Um, Tacoma, a little bit higher in the table than Las Vegas. But the last time that these two played, Las Vegas actually beat Tacoma 1-0. I would sign up for that result tonight. I would also sign up for a draw between these two. San Diego caught a break last night with the result between Sacramento and Los Dos. They drew each other, so they both dropped points in that scenario. And it seems as if some separation is being created uh, between number four and number five in the Pacific. And that is a very interesting place in the division for there's for there to be separation because that is the cutoff line. That is the playoff line. So um, it's interesting to see what is happening and that could continue to take shape tonight based on the result between Tacoma and Las Vegas. But all of this helping set the stage for this weekend, San Diego, uh, on a Sunday at three o'clock, here come the Sunday matches for you, Darren coming up this weekend, San Diego, LA, always a fun matchup. And it's especially fun this weekend because of Augie Williams taking on his former team. He's coming off his first start. And of course he scored a brace in Sacramento. Yeah, look great. Uh, I hope we get the chance to actually meet him since we sort of met him on match day live, the post-match edition but we couldn't oh quite connect gosh. with. Yeah. I, Darren, I hope Darren. Yeah. Loyal just tweeted out that every single Jersey sold out. Come on. Official doing this podcast and I might've missed our window. I swear to God, if this podcast cost us the green goalie kits, <laughs> <laughs> well, that would be very unbrand for us. You know what? It would be. All right. Continue. Sorry. I just had to work that in. It's amazing that we started with this and it is already, there's a conclusion to it. Yeah. Uh, We're setting the stage for Augie Williams and we were getting to know him almost on match day live. Looking through the window at the store and I'm counting one, two, three, four, five green keeper kits right in front of me. Really, Darren, you're going to call the San Diego loyal social media team liars on the podcast. Feel free to do that. I will not do that. I am not on. I'm just going to tell you I'm confused because I see five sized small green keeper kits you're the fucking worst i just see them what am i gonna do oh not for long somebody just went and grabbed them they go now should we ask them to delete the tweet and now tweet it out because you saw four or five sitting over there that were reserved yeah i think that's i think that's online ordering hey nick are we done they're out they're finished hey where's augie williams is he there we're doing our podcast right now. The beautiful noise. Yeah, that's all right. It filters out. Nick Miranda, everybody. Nick, are we out of uh, Green Keeper kits? That's what social media says. Okay, he said it must be true then. This one quick. <laughs> that went way too quick. Yeah. Why can't we get more? What's the deal here? I don't know. I guess all of these. I guess those. Just a handful left. Just three left, says Nick. Ask Nick why we can't get more. Nick, Nick went back inside. It's probably for the best at this point. Yeah. Anyway, I hope we get to meet uh, Augustine Williams this weekend. Yeah, hope we're going to. He's going to score against LA. There's no doubt about that. He's my pick to kick. I call it. You can't duplicate it. No, <laughs> no steelsies. Oh, okay. Uh, boy, poor me. I guess I'm going to have to ride with uh, Douglas Martinez this weekend instead. Yeah. 
Damn it. Yeah. There's a lot of really good choices now. It actually makes pick to kick even more intriguing. I don't know what the updated standings are, but I know it was a good weekend for us because we had Augie Williams and he scored two. So we get six points and I, I may have had, I think locals have six points this season. Oh, that's not great. I could be wrong. I don't know that. Well, we'll tune in uh two locals. I apologize if I'm wrong on that, but I think I'm right. Two 2.30 PM. Who's making the picks for the locals, by the way? Uh, we ask the discord chat every single week. And then we take the most popular answer in our discord well, in the locals discord. Um, and I say we, cause I'm signed up. I'm official. I'm in the discord dude. So we just take the most popular vote and that's the selection. Hmm. Do you want me to uh, bring Jerry back on and shame him a little bit about how the locals are doing? Pick to kick? We have, uh, we've done that plenty. Okay. Well, just, you know, figure this was an opportunity. Maybe for I, don't, an inter- I don't feel like we need to throw salt into the wound for an interview. Sure. No, no. An intervention, an intervention, oh, an intervention. doing so poorly. Maybe we can inspire him to, you know, get the, the rest of the locals on board here trying to figure out the segment. Yeah. Just a thought. Uh, does he have a green kit? Did he lie to us? Did he actually show up for a green kit? Uh, he told us earlier he had one. I know, but did he take one from someone else? Oh, I didn't see it. I don't see it. I see him just sort of chilling and hobnobbing with the, uh, the employees here. How long did that last? Uh, what time is it? It started at five. It's, well, it's all five fifty-five right now. And they, and they were out that out five, five minutes. minutes ago. Yeah. So yeah, they lasted about 45 minutes. They lasted 45 minutes. Yeah. That's like a record. That's great. Well, Hey man, it goes to show you it's a, it's a good looking kit. Popular yeah. club. Yeah. It's pretty good. Actually. It's impressive. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> I'd, I'd sign up for that. Um, all right. Anything else we need to bring up? You want to preview anything special about Los Dos SD? Uh, no, just uh, afternoon affair, Sunday, Labor Day weekend, 3 p.m. kick, kind of uh, a different start time. Hopefully somebody thinks to, uh, to pack a sunshade so Jordan and I don't wilt in the sunlight. But mm, yes. we'll be out there. We'll be drinking Buena Vesas in the Buena Vesas Social Club. Yes. Looking forward to it. Uh, one thing I don't want to talk about is the, uh, the closing of the transfer window. So we can just skip that all together. Although I do like the player that Chelsea got. Solid solid player but uh that chain of events was an interesting one and mm. tough times brother tough times very good Saul. And Saul. I, uh, better call saul better call saul i also you know that that was like the domino that had the fall for uh atletico madrid that you know completely just bend barca over and you know take back antoine griezmann for 40 million dollars on a 160 million dollar buy amazing Listen, I'm not bringing any of this stuff up. You bring it up on the pod, just so we're clear. I guess I needed to get it off my chest. But I'm here for you, man. I'm glad you are. But I just don't want you to think back like, man, we had to talk about that again. No, no, no. I'm good with it. We're playing our young guys, playing academy guys. Transition year. That's all. Listen, I think it's a... Chelsea recently went through a youth movement. It's a lot of fun. Yeah, and I mean, I think if there's no hundred percent of the time yeah. ends up in a Champions League trophy, so that's great news for you. I would agree, and I love seeing Ansu Fati wearing the number ten. I was wondering who would wear that post Messi, so I was happy to see that. I think he's the right choice. At any so point, did you good. think they would just retire that number? Doesn't work that way. I know it's it doesn't. Right. But at any point, did you think it could? 
And that gets tossed around by people who don't understand that that's not really how that works. But no, I, I don't. I mean, I, you know, I, life goes on. Now, I thought maybe nobody would wear it this year, Pretty but quick. I think I think they picked the right guy. I mean, anybody you know knows anything about Ansu Fati knows like that's probably the right guy to wear that shirt. Future PSG player. I'm kidding. I'm kidding. I'm kidding. Yeah, I mean, it's tough when you're a broke club like Barca. You know, it's tough to keep your your players before the big clubs come swooping in and take them from you. Theater club. <laughs> Just poverty franchise. Hmm. <laughs> um, I think this actually worked out. I don't know if you think it was a fun podcast. I had a lot of fun. I think it sounded good. And it was cool that you were roaming around. I know no one could see it, but I couldn't see it either. And that wasn't the point. The point is right. that Darren secured us two green goalie kits. You better have, dude, because if not, that's a that's a letdown. Yeah. I Where's agree. Jesse? Jesse's right here. Let me talk to Jesse. Okay. Jesse. What's up, dude? What's up, Jesse? How's it going, bro? It's good, man. How are you? Doing all right, you know. Good thing coming. Seven o'clock hey. game. I know. Very exciting. Those jerseys did not even last an hour. Yeah, they definitely didn't last an hour. Did 40 save, 32 did, seconds, something like that. Is that did you guys time it? Last time I checked, it was 47 and like some change. So, yeah, yeah and you guys tweeted out that it was gone. Yeah, they gone. Did, did uh, did Darren secure two for match day live? Two are secured, the largest now promised. There's other sizes, that's fine, but yeah, I'm not too picky with the appropriate person. <laughs> Very nice, well done. A plus out of you. Hey, we try, you know, we try. Nick Miranda gets a C minus this week. You get an A plus. Let's go. Let's I'll go. Let All right. <laughs> Jordan and I were just talking about the uh, pick to kick segment. And since, since we have Jerry right here, Ooh. can we Ooh. maybe talk to the locals about picking their game up a little bit? Yeah, please step it up. Uh, uh, just, do you hear that silence? That's how Hi, I feel. Jerry. That's just how I feel about this situation right now. We're not doing good. I understand we need to pick it up, but here's the thing. I don't make the, the, the choices. If I made all the choices, we'd be worse than off than where we are right now. <laughs> so I'm no one that can actually represent or speak for the locals because I failed terribly every single time that I pick somebody. So I don't know. Um, congratulations. I, to I completely after. understand because I'm terrible too. Up until last week, like I, I mean, I, I struck gold. I struck gold last week. Yes, but I've been struggling for a while. Okay. I picked Guido for like a month and a half. <laughs> Did you? I think we picked, I think I might have picked Corey Herzog for like the, the entire time. I think it's, yeah. every, I, I just feel like he's going to score. He's going to score. And I think we've gotten a couple off of that. Yeah. So, yeah. I mean, it works. Right. But they're like first place. There's a lot of season left, guys, as he's just crushing everybody. There's a lot of season <laughs> left. I mean, we got, we got some, some freaking dogs now. No, dude. We already started the. Uh, we already started that analogy of the plane start getting ready to land. There's not a lot of games left. Eleven games to go. We That's not a lot. I'm. De I'm just gonna go ahead and just say Augie Williams from now until the remainder of the year. <laughs> yeah, he's gonna like score at least a couple this weekend. Do we have anything ready to go for uh, uh, for our new guy Augie this weekend? He's starting against his former team. That should be fun for the locals. Oh so yeah, Jordan's got the starting eleven already. Oh, wow. Yeah. I did I, not say he's starting, but I would assume he's starting, right? The guy just scored a brace. You did, he did say he's starting. He did say, he, that, he yeah. did say All right. that. Listen, if he's not starting, <laughs> that's crazy. Right? It's the, story, 
Don't tell story. me I'm wrong right now. That's crazy if he's not starting. I mean, Jesse, I can't, I can't comment. I don't know. <laughs> Darren, did, Darren did have a good combo with Landon today on the air. So what about why do coaches do certain things? So Darren could probably answer that better. <laughs> yeah, you never know. You don't have all the information. I did hear that part, but come on. He's gone up against his former club and he just scored a brace. He's starting. All right. You heard it here first. Jordan says, Augie Williams starting on Sunday. All, all picks are going to be Augie Williams. <laughs> Every pick. I'm going to, everybody's zigging though. I'm going to zag. Yeah, I'm in there. I'm in there with Douglas Martinez. I got a green kit. Hopefully. What do you mean, hopefully? Hopefully. We'll see. He just told me I did. Yeah. I trust him. And uh, here comes Ricardo Campos. All right. They're waving me in. They're saying, if I don't go in, we're not going to get kits. That's fine. Goodbye. All right, Darren is gone, so we'll finish the podcast with our man, Tim Stoops, our Bundesliga correspondent. We go to Missoula, Montana for the latest in Germany. Here he is to finish off the podcast, Tim Stoops. Darren Jordan feeling donk. With so much change going on in European soccer, what's happened in Germany? Here we go, our first Bundesliga report of the season. Question Ives, is Bayern still in first? No! Jordan, it's your former beloved VFL Wolfsburg. They have nine points undefeated on the season. They took down Energy Drink Football Club, won nothing. Bayern's in second, seven points. Question Zwei, what did American Dream Gio Reyna do? Reyna scored the opening goal, tour for Dortmund in their win over Plastic Club TSG Hoffenheim. Question Dry, what did other Americans do in the Bundesliga? John Brooks is still at Wolfsburg. He was part of the defense that held Energy Drink Football Club scoreless. That included Tyler Adams not scoring against John Brooks. Americaner on Americaner action. 18-year-old Joe Scali played for Borussia Mönchengladbach and lost to Union Berlin 2-1. And Julian Green of promoted Grote Fürth played 60 in their 3-0 loss to Mainz. And lastly, in your Turiger-Kanon tracker, Shocker, it's Robert Lewandowski, duh. He scored a hat-trick over Hertha Berlin, and he's got five goals. He leads Erling Holland, who has three after Holland scored the stoppage time winner for Borussia Dortmund over TSG Hoffenheim. That's all for this week. Auf Wiedersehen!